I wonder what's on the tube. Welcome back. Thank you for being a friend. What you talking about, Willis? You are a meathead. No soup for you. Adjust those bunny ears. Don't touch that dial. What time is it, Jay? It's time for Sitcom My Face. I'm Jay. That's Nick. And today, we have a special season-ender episode, my friend. What are we doing? Today, we're going to go through all the sitcoms we watched this first season and rank them in the order that we liked them. 20 episodes. We're going to go through. We're going to tell you from our personal opinion, not which ones we think are best, but from our personal opinion. We're going to go through those, and we're going to read your responses to that question. We asked a bunch of people their top three shows out of this list. The, the most common answer, why the fuck isn't this show on there? Why the fuck isn't this show Of course. <laughs> it's just we hey, didn't get to it in season one. That's one. all. <laughs> follow the damn rules. We'll get to them, okay? <laughs> But first, I figure we should say goodbye well, to a few. Just a few goodbyes there. We've been uh, away for what three, four, three weeks, four weeks, something four, like that. Four weeks, so, I believe. Uh, Nichelle Nichols, yes, died. of Star Sadly. Trek fame, of course. Star Trek fame, the first interracial TV kiss. Correct. To- uh, Tony Dow. Yes, Eddie uh, Haskell. W- yes, uh, on the Beave. Leave it to Beaver. Leave it to Beaver, which we may cover soon. I'm, yeah. I'd love to see if that's streaming anywhere. I haven't really seen it pop that up. That I'm not I sure. It's got to be. It's got to be somewhere, but the seems, question yeah. is seems where? like one that would be out there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the voice of Ursula from Little Mermaid, uh, Pat Carroll, who is actually probably one of my favorite Disney villains. Oh, really? Yeah. What would your favorite Disney villain be? Hmm. That, now, that that's an interesting question because... I always thought Ursula was great because she was she was clearly evil, but she was also so charismatic and cruel about it that it was like oh, oh yeah, sadistic, no, but, but, sadistically but, awesome. Yeah, <laughs> there was no, uh, well, except, you know, like the conning of Ariel, but it's like, other than that, there was no hiding what she was <laughs> doing there. You, know, you got Scar, you got uh, Gaston, you got... The Horned Prince, remember that one? <laughs> wait, wait, which one? From uh, Black Black Cauldron. Oh my Prince. God, the Black Cauldron! Wow, now that's that's a call. Wow, <laughs> I have not He's watched that in years. Disney villain, I'd say. Yeah, I was. Well, there's some pretty creepy uh, animation in the Black Cauldron, like you know, you especially for Disney. Which one? The fat rat from Mouse Detective. Oh, Great Mouse Detective. Uh, what was his name? Oh, R- Radigan, right? Yes, that's it. Right. Radigan, yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's actually a, I I think a, a pretty nasty one. Let's see, you have Monstro the Whale from Pinocchio, the the, the you know the evil queen. I mean, Snow can White. you count a whale as a villain? <laughs> he's just a whale. He didn't know. <laughs> hey, he got nicknamed Monstro. There's got to be a good reason. <laughs> I just figured that was like Polish for whale or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like some, uh, can I get a, a, a dozen pierogies and, oh, throw in a monstro, please. <laughs> what about the Sheriff of Nottingham, Robin Sheriff Hood? Sheriff of Nottingham and Prince John. You, you got a, a two-for-one yep. there. Oh, and, and he Sir, wasn't his, yeah. Sir, Sir Hiss, if you want, also with Prince John there. 
<laughs> always sucking his damn thumb. So, some good music in that one in uh, Robin Hood. I was I was gonna say now thinking back to Scar. I don't know. It's like you know he had those hyenas uh, like pretty much goose stepping. So I don't know that's pretty bad too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was uh. Be prepared. He took the fucking yeah. Boy Scout song and made it a fucking like alley. <laughs> like holy shit. Uh, Ursula was also kind of hot when she became human. True. True. <laughs> You're like, oh, girl, how's it going? You're doing good. I don't know about those. Those might be some smelly ass tentacles, though. If you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, what? Whoops! Yeah. And anyone else we lose? Uh... Yeah, uh, Roger Mosley of Magnum P.I. Right. Yeah, that was within the last couple of days, in fact. And Paul Sorvino. Yes. Yeah, again, we, we said it last time, and now it really is, is, is tough being a tough guy out there. Yeah. We, we lost Ray Liotta. We, we lost Paul Sorvino. And we lost, um, oh, what the hell from The Sopranos? You know, I never made it all the way through Sopranos. I'm that guy. Really? I watched the first. I think I made. I watched the first season, and then I, I think I didn't have HBO for a while, and then I just I kind of fell behind, and it was like, oh fuck, now I got like six seasons to watch or something, you know? Did I tell you my Sopranos story as far as uh with HBO? You mean then when you went to that rest stop and that guy whacked you? Is a different. That's a different. Oh thing. no 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 no! Hey 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 hey! <laughs> <laughs> no no. Um, <laughs> You got whacked, but you know. <laughs> no, that's just because his name was no, Polly no. doesn't mean it's Sopranos. Okay? <laughs> but um, the place that actually was the Bada Bing is right over here too. It's um, the strip club. Yeah, the strip club. Well, actually, it's just a, a go-go club. It's uh, satin dolls. And my friend and I, while the you know Sopranos was you know in in its heyday, we were like, you know what? Let's actually go Sunday night over to Satin Dolls and watch. The Sopranos from the Bada Bing. We went there, you know, you know, like I had a you know a couple of drinks, and we're waiting. And then I th- I think it was nine o'clock. HBO, you know, came around, and we're wondering why why aren't the TVs changing? So you know, we we decided to ask. It's like, excuse me, aren't you going to put it on Sopranos? It's like, oh, we don't have HBO. <laughs> nice. <laughs> They're featured on the show, but oh yeah, we don't actually have HBO. It's <laughs> so, like I heard that uh, there's the bar from the new Halloween Kills or last year's Halloween Kills. Mm-hmm. I guess they do like regular screenings of it for people at the bar, which I was like, that's brilliant business. Oh, idea. that's great. That's great. any any business you own that was used in a movie or something, definitely mm-hmm. be doing something like that. That's just smart. That's oh, just yeah. a good idea. Oh, and then David David Warner was our last ah, one, okay. who I knew. Turtle one skin. of my favorite horror films of all time, The Omen. I think he's amazing yes. in that, and he gets one of the one of the best fucking spoiler, one of the best kills in a fucking horror movie, in my opinion, ever. Mm-hmm. And of course, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two. He's the scientist uh, that finds the ooze <laughs> or whatever, and is that was and, the movie and, I watched and knows the shit out of. No. <laughs> yeah, that was the movie I watched the shit out of as a kid. So hey, go go turtles, go turtles, go. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that one story I read said he was also originally cast as Freddy Krueger before Robert England got the role. Wow. He, they did a makeup test. They had pictures of him in the makeup. Like he did makeup tests and everything. So oh, that would that, have been actually pretty interesting. That yeah, I, I'd love to see actually one of one of the uh, you know one of the uh, tests there, like just him being a uh, Freddy, because yeah, you know, like Robert England like just really personified Freddy. He just like he became the character. So I'm, you I'm didn't just, like the 2010 one. <laughs> 
Uh, That's the Jack, best one. Jackie Earl Haley. Uh, he should stay. Great actor. Terrible movie. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, st- stick to being Kelly in the Bad News Bears, there, uh, Jackie, or uh, or uh, what is it, uh, Rorschach in uh, Watchmen. <laughs> the uh, only other things I wanted to touch on real quick is I watched, um, which I think did I share it on the Facebook page, the Bob Newhart special from like it was the 19th anniversary special TV special oh. for the Bob Newhart show, and it was awesome. Because it did some, it was it was basically a clip show. I think it was like about an hour, so it was like forty five minutes or whatever with commercials back then. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's on YouTube. I'm pretty sure I shared it on our Facebook page. But it picks up not from the end of the Bob Newhart show, but from the dream when he wakes up. Oh, in Newhart. In Newhart. Okay. And it's a whole episode. It's a whole episode of the Bob Newhart show where he's so confused by this dream, and he thinks that his like he's like questioning his life and his reality now. <laughs> But they use this as a clip show format to show like best of, mm-hmm. and there's so many great moments in it. And like, what's the what's the friend of his that's the pilot? Oh, well, uh, well, I forget his fucking name right now. Yeah, but he comes in and he's telling him about this crazy. I had this dream, and you know, I was working at this uh, inn and all this crap. And he goes, "You think that's crazy? I dreamt I dreamt for five seasons I was an astronaut." <laughs> he's talking about I dream a genie. <laughs> Oh, it's so good. But oh, then, that's um, awesome. The whole episode is them like reassuring him. No, you're, you know, you're helping people. You're a doctor and don't, you don't think about it. She's like, you're not questioning our marriage and all this shit, you know. Finally, they talk him into it. It's just a dream, Bob. Get over it. And he's leaving the office and the elevator opens and it's the brothers, the mechanic brothers from Newhart. Oh, my God. And he goes, hey, you know, this is my brother, Daryl, and my other brother, Daryl. And he just like freaks out and it's the end of the oh so funny <laughs> oh i got i gotta check that out <laughs> such a good special and i guess was it cbs that was on i think yes i guess well, they wanted oh, oh, hold a, on a second. new heart i think was nbc cbs was the bob Newhart show okay so, yeah, so the they wanted a 20th anniversary special but it was like 19 years and they were like let's just fucking do it yeah so the whole joke <laughs> of the episode is everyone keeps going like happy 20th you know as a as a doctor a mm-hmm. psychiatrist or whatever and he's like it's actually 19 when they keep making that joke it's really funny <laughs> I, I so if you're Bob interested no- in that Bob check Newhart. out our facebook page facebook.com slash click on my face i'm pretty sure i shared it there so good especially awesome. if you know the history of like the dream the ending of new heart and all yeah. that yeah this is still considered uh, one of the greatest like uh tv finales yeah like uh yeah. particularly sitcom but just like just any show finale and this special literally picks up there at that the, when that is bed. awesome. That's brilliant. I was like, this is brilliant. And then the I Dream a Genie joke just killed me anyway. <laughs> I dreamt that I was an astronaut for five seasons. Oh, my God. Uh, but also, I watched the Norm special finally. So sweet. Such a good. I still have to get, like, I, I still haven't gotten around to watching that one. It's so weird. Jeez. He's sitting there just like this with a webcam on him. And you mm-hmm. can hear, like, you can hear doors closing in the background. Like, I don't, was he married? I don't know if he was married. Maybe his wife's in the other room. Yeah, I think so. You yeah. hear dogs barking. And he stops and he's just waiting for the dog to stop. It's so, like, candid. It's so interesting. But he had a great, there was a great Norm joke in there that I, I wish I had got to see him do in front of an audience. A real quick one where he's talking about roulette. And he's talking about his gambling addiction. Mm-hmm. He's like, man, I had all this money and I put it down. He's like, I put it black. Red, black, red, black. Fuck it. Put it on black. Comes out red. He goes, damn it. I was just about to pick that. <laughs> <laughs> like the whole point of fucking roulette. Oh, I fucking love it. You can just see him. I was just uh, about to pick that. So brilliant. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah the Norm so, special so, on there. So, so, such a uh, loss. Netflix. With, with, yeah. with, with Norm 
with uh, Gilbert, uh, Saget. You know, the, we, we, we lost a, a good many in this uh, first season, unfortunately. In, in addition to uh, whom we just, uh, all the ones that we had just mentioned. So, of course, no one's going to die in season two. We'll be fine. Yeah. We'll, 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 we're, we're Nobody, okay. you hear me, motherfuckers? <laughs> Nobody will die. We're we're okay. We're all okay. How are you? Um, Unless you're a white supremacist or a Nazi or something like that, and then you can die. We don't care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or you, you hurt dogs, then you can die. Yeah. But other than that. Other than that. Nobody fucking dies. Anyway, so. How do we we want to go through our list here? We're going to start at 20. Correct. We've covered 20 shows. Why don't you give them a quick rundown of the shows, not in order, don't give anything away. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. Like we'll, we'll we'll go through we got uh shows such as Modern Family, Friends, Living Single, uh The Odd Couple, The Honeymooners, Dharma and Greg, Full House, Andy Griffith, uh Kids in the Hall, Death Comes to Town. Uh did I I don't think I said Raising Hope, right? Nope. I don't think so. Mary Tyler Moore Show, Head of the Class, News Radio, My Wife and Kids, Amos and Andy, uh, Full House. I lost count, but I think you're close. Yeah, I think. <laughs> oh, and uh, I think I must have missed what different strokes. I think. I'll show you some different strokes. Hey, hey now, hey now. Different strokes for different folks. Hey, means a whole whole new thing in a in that rest stop you were at with uh, Paulie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, Paulie so, Walnuts was, was played by Tony Cicero. That that was the uh, there you go that, there you go that passed. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we're gonna go through. We have each ranked these twenty shows in order of like I said, not best, but what we think according to us like are our favorites, mm-hmm. which was. No fucking easy task, by the way. No. And it might change tomorrow. That's how yeah, this shit yeah, goes. I was going to say, t- as we're talking, it may be changing. <laughs> this was rough. The first couple, you know, you're like, okay, these are easy. Then you started getting up there. Yeah, it's Even like, oh. like top 15, I was like, ooh. You yeah. know, we did some pretty good shows. This, this, You named in those some very good shows. Yeah, and, and, and some of the ones that I thought, it's like, oh, yeah, th- this will be higher. And it's like, shit. You're you're putting it up against all these other ones, damn it! You know, it's like you 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 have to like convince yourself, okay, because of this actor, this character, this something. It's like yeah, this has got to be higher, and then you figure out something from the other show. And it's like damn it. <laughs> what you figure out too is how much nostalgia plays into things that you consider your favorite. Correct. Because some of these shows. In rewatching them, they didn't hold up as well to me, but I have such nostalgia sure. and like fondness for my memories with them. What one of them I'll, I'll be able to point out, you know, right away because we talked about it on the episode, right? Yeah, and it's it's difficult to separate those things. So, um, I was telling him, I think next season we should probably end, you know, as we go through the next season, we're going to be adding these new shows that we watch into these lists. Um, like I said, things might flip flop. Things might change day by day. If I watch an episode of a show in between here and all of a sudden it raises it up, that's good. You know, things might change. But I think mm-hmm. the end of next season, once we have the 40 shows, then maybe we do what we think are best. Correct. Yeah. Not, that's not, a whole not different just the favorite or, or, you know, the nostalgic favorite, but the actual really ranking them on their merits. I don't think my top three favorites are the three best. I'll say that right now. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, that's a, a very different list in my head. So that will be interesting right. to discuss as well. So, do we want to go ahead and start off with your number 20? 
Ah, well, let's see if my number 20 matches your number 20. Uh, my number 20 would be Eight Simple number Rules. Eight. <laughs> eight Simple Rules. Yes. Uh, this may surprise you. My number 20 is Eight Simple Rules. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so, Eight Simple Rules we discussed. Uh, uh, like David, I said, we, if you we, wanted... We, we should have had the, uh, the you know, like the... Uh, <laughs> Like like the you know, sh- showing the uh, the card with like what was your uh, s- uh, selection? Oh yeah, like the fucking rules. the newlywed game or something. Exactly. <laughs> it's like so wait, wait, we, where's the strangest place you've ever made Whoopi? Uh, <laughs> in the butt. <laughs> that was the greatest. <laughs> the greatest answer that show ever had. <laughs> Didn't the husband say like the foot of the bed or something? So, something like that, which which was he goes, you know, he says, interesting. Oh, the foot of the bed, and she comes out. What's the most interesting place you've ever had whoopee? And she goes, in the butt. <laughs> oh, the best. Oh. Uh, anyway, so we're not going to go super in-depth into these shows as we go through. We're, once we both have touched on a show, that's when we'll kind of comment on it. But if you do want to know more, there are all 20 of these shows have entire episodes dedicated to them. True. Check out our podcast feed or our YouTube, any of that stuff. They're on Facebook. They're on Internet Archive. They're they're everywhere. You can find them. But just short thoughts on Eight Simple Rules and why it's not the best show on this list. Well, <laughs> what what one of it to me is also it, it, it it's the 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 wasted potential. That's that's one of the things. John Ritter, yeah. Katie Seagal, fucking um, uh, Kelly Cuoco, David Spade, David Spade, James Garner. Uh, Suzanne Plachette, you're, you're, you're talking some great actors and actresses here, and oh my god, they did not it's know what bland. they wanted to do with that show. It, yeah, like, the, the characters were not very well fleshed out. It's kind of got a raunchy edge, but it's aimed at children, which gives it a weird vibe that doesn't yeah. feel good. Yeah, and... and like they try to make they try to make sex jokes, mm-hmm. and they also try to give you the very sentimental... As you said, the full house moment with the music playing and it, it, those two things don't really blend well to me. No, they, they, they did a poor, poor job. I don't know who your audience is. You could say they're trying to aim for the entire family, but I would say by doing that, you missed every single member of the family. Yeah. And of course, after the passing of John Ritter, then it became the we're sad about the cry show. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. The, the, the cry show. We're, we're sad about dad's gone show. That was two or three seasons. That was three, right? Three seasons, I think. And he died after the first one, I believe. Yeah, yeah. after the first season. Basically, so you got two the seasons of them season crying about... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. just not a good show. I, I don't recommend it. It's sad because I love John Ritter. I love Katie Segal. I love David Spade. Yeah. Number 19 for you. Number 19. Let, let's see if, if, if we're still on, uh, you know, like on par here. Head of the class. When, when, when up oh. against everything else... That, that that fell to 19 for me. My number 19 is actually my wife and kids. Okay. Yeah, that's coming soon to a uh, l- list near you with, with, with mine All right, as so well. you're number 18? My number 18. Now, this is, I'm sure, going to be higher for you because of the nostalgia oh. factor is Full House. I, I really, like, it, it was such a formulatic show. Like, it drove me insane <laughs> it is what is your number 18 my number 18 we can talk about it now i guess is head of the class there we go head of the class why does it fall so low on your list it's 
it's well for one i don't really have the nostalgia for it um mm-hmm. i don't i don't think it's a terrible show i just don't think there's anything outstanding about it yeah especially compared to some of these others a, a lot of it is very forgettable even looking back we didn't watch it that long ago a lot of these we no. watched fairly recently and it's like i i don't remember a lot i can't really pick a character that is better than any other character on these other shows no and, um the oh, nerd armand is that his name like i liked him but he's not like amazingly entertaining or anything he's he's probably the best part of the show i would say right but uh, he he doesn't hold up against some of these others to me now, and uh, like you said the, the the forgettability of it the fact of i hardly remember any of like the, the theme song sucked yeah theme song <laughs> sucks yeah that's one thing we went over on the episode but j- just the fact of the episodes themselves i'm trying to remember like you know what what, what some of the premises were of those episodes that we watched and i think the best one i watched which speaks to probably the quality was the episode where they just reenact little shop of horrors which doesn't make head of the class good it makes little shop of horrors good yeah and, and the, the, so. the only one i can remember uh also was when they did the time capsule and made a music video because I, I was listening to music today and uh, Tim Buck 3, The Future So Bright, I Gotta Wear Shades came on. So I'm like, oh, yeah, that was on Head of the Class. That, oh, yeah, that episode. Got it. <laughs> Couldn't tell you anything else about it. <laughs> Eight simple rules and Head of the Class are out. And also, it, it didn't get any better when Howard Hessman left and Billy Connolly took over. So that was another. It's like you, you would hope you would and- maybe get a little better, but no. I don't know that it got any worse, though, either. I didn't no, mind it, him. No, it, it was just there. It was yeah. just literally It was there. really weird the way it happened, though, but after I told you kind of about the behind the scenes of how he wanted to leave anyway, he didn't like yeah, the show he, at he, all. So. He wasn't happy with the show, uh, Howard Esman. Oh, and also, uh, you, you saw that guy in the news, the guy from Nickelodeon. So, Yeah, Dan Schneider, I think his name is. Yes. So, yeah. Or Scheider, one of the two. Schneider, Scheider. All right, number 17 for you. 17 was... For me, my wife and kids. Okay. So my wife and kids. Um, A perfectly bland family comedy that doesn't really take any risk. And again, almost the same for me, which is why it was right there neck and neck with Eight Simple Rules. Doesn't really know its audience, I don't think. Doesn't know its audience and doesn't realize the potential of its cast. And this one got what, five seasons was it or four? Five? I think it was five. I think it was five, yeah. It was too many. <laughs> it was <Yeah>. too- <laughs> But again, I love uh Damon Wayans. I love Tisha Campbell. Uh I yeah. thought the kids were fine. It just there it's so forgettable. It's um it always like you said it was trying to push that heart for a while. That really ruined it for me. Mm-hmm. But I did watch that road trip one. There's a road trip episode. I forget which season it was. I watched yeah, it after I got to watch that it. one. And I laughed the entire episode and I was like, "Damn, if the whole show was this, and you know what's what is uh, the the good sign of a great cast is it's just what the five of them in a car and they're playing really well together. That's that's a great cast who can just sit in a room. Mm-hmm. That's why I think some of the best friends episodes are just the six of them in a room. Yeah, like like you said, the the bottle episodes. Yeah, and it's like if the whole show had done more of this. It would have been really good, and it makes me kind of sad. But I didn't watch that before we reviewed it, but I did tell you about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mentioned, I think, during our review that you thought Tisha and Damon were just kind of winging it, more like more ad-libs, and it didn't really feel like they were 
telling a yeah. story, right? Yeah, at times. There is a lot of that. It doesn't. It does give it a fun vibe when she's just laughing all the time, but it also mm-hmm. it's like, move along, get to a joke, please. You know, right? Anything else you want to cover on that one? No. What What, what was your number seventeen? Curious. Dharma and Greg. Dharma and Greg coming soon, also to a list near you. <laughs> <laughs> Dharma and Greg. So you're number sixteen. Sixteen, and this just to let you know. I'm also going to start introducing my wife's list because there were four that she didn't like she hadn't watched. So she couldn't actually review. So okay. the, the rest of them she ranked. OK, so she had a top 16 list. Yes. Cool. For for me and, and your, your jaw may drop on this one. I, I, I was surprised, but the, the, the Norm show. I, I, okay. I love Norm. I get it. But. In, in comparison to the rest of what we watched, that was what drove me nuts. I'm like, no, I have to rank it higher. I, well, I can't put it ahead of this, though. Uh, uh, and this is the problem when you do a list like this. I absolutely agree with you. I get it. Um, we talked about the writing wasn't always the best on the Norm show. Right. Um, Norm was always amazing. I thought Laurie Metcalf was always amazing. Yeah, their delivery Yeah, saved awesome. a lot of bad jokes on that show. Exactly. Which is weird because we it was created by the co-creator of the Drew Carey show. And I remember that show feeling a little better written. But maybe that's, again, oh, that yeah. could be oh, the no. cast. Dr- Dr- Drew Carey, I, I loved that show. I, I'd love for it to be streaming somewhere, too. But l- l- let's see if that comes around at some point. I think that's the same thing, though. The cast probably saved a lot of bad writing with their yeah. hilarious performances. Uh, off Very offbeat cast over on Drew Carey's show. Very strange characters over on the Norm show. Yep. But I, I absolutely, I can't even be mad. I get it. And I did have that same struggle in ranking it. I fell victim to throwing it a little higher just because I love Norm so much. Yes. And I, I among these, I do rewatch it a lot more than most of these. Okay. I have the DVD set that you don't want to pay $300 for or whatever it was. It's yeah. stupid expensive. <laughs> yeah. The, the, golden, the golden DVD set of the so Norm So one show. of those things that does come... In, in my listing might be a little different than yours is I revisit shows a lot. Like anytime I, like I said, I said before I'm cleaning the house, I'll throw a DVD in and I'll watch mm-hmm. half a season or whatever of something. And I'll sometimes end up watching an entire series again of something. Right. So yeah, that one did fall a little higher for me, but I get it. So what was 16 for you? Uh, 16 for me was actually Amos and Andy. Not because I think it's a terrible show. No, I just think um, I don't have any nostalgia for it. And again, it's got a lot of competition. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, per- per- perfectly, uh, perfectly said, because, yeah, with the quality of the shows that are now going to be above these. Yeah, you- you'll you'll see. <laughs> but my wife's 16, being that she didn't have, you know, four of the shows she, she couldn't rank 16 for her was head of the class. Definitely get it for all the reasons we discussed. <laughs> mm. All right. 15. 15 for me was Darman Greg. We, we you said Greg. it already. Yep. That is kind of surprising that you put it higher than I, I thought for sure that would be really low on your list. Uh, you know, like it was what made you bump that up above some of these. It, it, I'm surprised you put that above the norm show, honestly. Yeah, no, no. I And, and I, I was debating on that too and it's like you know what they, they, like there were 
good moments in that show and like a couple of good characters that I'm like, oh, okay, you know what? I'm, I'm taking like the, the the two fathers were great. The, the parents the, are they, amazing. We the, discussed the, that on the, our the, review the, as well. They were they were truthfully one of the things that saved that show. And didn't even save it. They made the show. <laughs> yeah, they, they made that show, and that uh, lasted what seven or eight seasons. I think it was four. Was was it only I four? It, I think it was. Oh, like four. Well, well, am I thinking of a uh, number of episodes in the one thing? Never mind. Okay, it's definitely a, a show I could throw on in the background. It's <laughs> it's not hurting anything. I'll, I'll look over, chuckle a bit, and then look away. It's 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 not something that will keep my attention, but for the times that basically the two dads are on, that will actually, Hysterical. it's like, yeah, exactly. Later in the run, too, I think they started having the, um, I think her dad worked for his dad, and those were some of the best scenes ever <laughs> of that whole run. But yeah, the, yeah. it's weird that it's, it, <laughs> Fago's kicking in. It's weird that it's called <laughs> Dharma and Greg. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of the least interesting part of the show. True, especially I, I will say, and we, we mentioned it on the episode too. To me, Greg was like one of the least interesting characters. You know, like Dharma was the the goofy one and stuff. And you know, isn't like, that weird because he's him and his dad are quite similar, but his dad's the funnier, more interesting version of that character. Yep. Yeah. It, weird. It, the dad is actually, if they fleshed Greg out better, could have yeah. been. Well, not not I wouldn't say it's flushed out, but definitely he's more in the stereotypical vein of that. But that's the funny part of that right. character. Mm-hmm. When you try to walk the line, you lose a little bit of that humor and that edge, I think. Right. So that was your 15, right? What was your wife's? My wife, her 15 was actually the Andy Griffith show. Just wow. We had, okay. It just wasn't her, you know, her thing. Like, it, it's weird. Like, she and I talked about this. Because I think, you know, just from the area we're from and that northeast suburbia, you know, New York City, uh, well, yeah, it, it like that that down home southern charm sometimes is it's it's funny, but for her, it just wasn't funny enough. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. I, I was surprised. I feel like that's a show that nostalgia would play a big part in as well. Yes. Actually, a few people um, who mentioned it in, in the other uh, things we'll get to, their big mm-hmm. caveat was only the black and white episodes, which interested yes, me. Yes, I saw that. Yeah. So I, I think maybe it does lose a little bit of a charm when you switch over to color and you I think a few characters had left at that point. So. Yes. Yeah. You, you had lost Gomer. You had lost. Uh, oh, let's see. Yeah. Shit, you, you Barney almost lost there. fucking Andy. He was barely in it by the end. <laughs> yeah. Oh, actually, no. Wait, when did Barney leave? I'm trying to remember. It was like season six or something out of what? Yeah. Nine or something. Yeah, it was early. Yeah. So, yeah. So it was earlier. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Weird. So my 15 uh, full house. We can discuss full house. Full house for you. Did I'm, you think I'd put it higher or did you think I'd put it? I, I, I thought it would be in the high teens and. You, you put it in the mid-teens, so... Actually, as a child, this was probably my most important show. No joke. I'd come home, I'd watch it every day, reruns, whatever. Mm. I remember, um, well, I think it was on TGIF. I remember watching that a lot. 
it, you know, it was just a very comforting show. And I came mm-hmm. from a latchkey kid house. My parents, my parents were never together. My mom was always gone. I was usually home alone. And like I said, I, I think that's why I loved uh, Bob Saget so much is he felt like an adopted father to me. And right. a lot of my morals, I don't have many, but a lot of my morals, <laughs> I feel like I did learn from him. So it does hold a, a good place in my heart. But as an adult, there's really nothing for me there besides nostalgia. So, and I mean, I I like John Stamos and, you know, Dave Cooley. I I think they're funny, funny elsewhere now. But as a kid, I thought they were very charming and very funny on that show. Right. And I always had a crush on Stephanie. So there was that, too. Oh, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) And she's even hotter now. So that worked out well. (laughs) And and, uh, uh, what is it, though? Uh, Right now, there's a uh, bitter feud or whatever going on with DJ. And who, who is this one? J, uh, J, J, not J, J, you, uh, J, I have a bitter, yeah, let's put that in the ether. I have a bitter feud with DJ from Full House. Yeah. <laughs> no. She keeps trying to get with me and I just keep telling her, no, I don't, I'm not interested. It, 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 it just, I want Stephanie. It's not going to be. <laughs> I'm interested no, in your um, sister. I don't know. It's, it's, it's one of these younger, like TikTok star people or whatever and i don't have i don't have tiktok i'm not giving my info to china same same, same here i'm not <laughs> i'm not on tiktok it's, it's just like one of those like like in the news you know it's like uh what, what is this <laughs> i i pulled 20 people that i know personally as well for these other countdowns and that was among a lot of people in my age range favorites wow I'm so, surprised. I'm surprised. I, it's got to be that nostalgia, man. It's like mm-hmm. the goggles. It was such a huge, important show for my generation. I don't even know why. I don't know why. I think it was the only thing our parents let us watch. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> but all right. Number 14. What you got? 14. I enjoyed this. But again, compared to everything else, kids in the hall, death comes to town. Okay. I, I really I really enjoyed this, like the series. You know, well, it's great because it's, uh, it's a one a one-off bite of the apple. Just you'd sit yep. back and you, what was it? 10 episodes or eight? Wasn't that eight? eight episodes? Such a fun little couple hours of turn your mm. brain off and laugh. And you don't have to binge 15 fucking seasons of some of these nope. things, you know, it's yeah, it was so funny. If you were already a fan of the kids in the hall, you'll be more so after watching. And if you've never watched the kids in the hall, this, yeah, this is your, a good first taste. Perfect. My, uh, oh, what was your wife's 14? 14 for for Tracy was Full House. <laughs> Covered it. All right, my yep. 14, I I don't know if this will anger you. I, I, the Odd I, Couple. I think, yeah, I was going to say, I, I know you did not enjoy The Odd Couple the way I enjoyed The Odd Couple. I enjoyed it. Well, I guess we'll get to it when you, we'll get to it when you cover it. That's right. Yeah, Sorry. and and the thing is, with with that one, there were so many episodes missing from from Hulu that it's like, wait, where's this? Oh, wait, where's this? Thirteen? Yeah, thirteen. Yeah, we are at thirteen. What you got? I'm sure 13? some of these are going to start getting crossed off for both of us here pretty soon. Okay, na- now Amos and Andy. Amos and Andy. Okay, a- your thoughts? A- 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 Amos and Andy. It was actually a really funny show. I I. It Very came funny. out a lot funnier than I thought it was going to be, you know, given its time frame and given also some of the source material, <laughs> again, c- comes from the radio show where actually 30 years it, that fucking radio show ran. Yep. That's insanity. That, Is there that, any other show 
besides the Simpsons that has run through. Yeah, that's that's true. <laughs> but for the radio show, the the creators of Amos and Andy and stars were actually two Caucasian dudes play, playing African Americans. So. Actually, I think this was one of my favorite episodes we've done. I think people should go back and listen to the Andy yeah, Andy show. It, it, I think it, it's, it was a surprise. It was. I it's think such an interesting surprise. show, and like mm-hmm. neither one of us were really familiar with it. So when we took no. it in, I think I watched like ten or something, eight, ten episodes. Yep. It was shocking how funny it was. Um, the jokes I would say hold up. The stereotypes do not. That's the best way to frame this. It's so reminiscent, though, of things like I Love Lucy or The Honeymooners Yep. It the, in the writing, in the joke style, in the mixture of semi-cerebral jokes. Not, I mean, it's more more slapsticky, I would say, but some of those jokes are really quippy and really good. Yes. So it's, it's a shame that this show has not been seen since, on TV at least, since the 60s. Yeah. And, 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 and again, you uh, gave Watch me... Watch it on uh, YouTube, though, kids. Yeah. That that documentary about Amos and Andy, where both uh, Red Fox from Sanford and Son, Marla Gibbs from the Jeffersons, they're talking about the importance of that show and saying that w- without Amos and Andy, they, their shows would not have been at the time frame that we got them. Or, or I would like to see happened. an updated doc to see what people think now. Yeah. Because that, that doc that, we watched was from the 80s. It was like 86. It was like the 20 years since it had been taken off the air. Well, Red Fox was still alive, so yeah. <laughs> I would love to see a doc on that now, talking to some of today's you know, uh, yeah. African-American stars and see what they think, how the younger generation would take it. Because it's almost mm-hmm. like they would immediately dismiss it, but I don't think it should. I think those actors deserve the credit. They were so good. Yeah. yeah the, the only... Uh, one that I would not ask is Will Smith because he may slap the hell out of me. So I wish he would. We'd be a lot. We'd be a lot more famous right now. <laughs> this podcast would shoot through the roof if he slapped the shit out of us. That'd be great. There we go. All right, number um, for, for, for for your um uh, thirteen. What was yours? Uh, different strokes. Okay, and you know, like even though for me nostalgia. It's coming soon. This was one of those where it started getting hard to gauge for me. Like, I really liked the show, but again, yeah. the competition is fierce. Uh, yeah. This this is one of those shows it ran, if it had been like the first six seasons, probably would rank a little higher, but there's five other seasons. Wasn't it like 11 seasons this show or something? Nine, ten? It was a long uh, fucking show. It might have show. been nine or ten, yeah. There's a lot of shitty seasons that dragged this one down a little bit for me. Yeah. And, and- where the charm ran off. You know, early yeah. and, and understood. And uh, j- just so you know, f- for for uh, my wife, th- thirteen was Dorma and Greg. Yep. Um, yeah. Different but- strokes. I I enjoyed watching it, and I mean, it's an interesting show in in the walls that it broke down at that time. I think, and it was yeah, it's charming. Uh, Arnold was funny. Willis was funny. Even uh, Mr. Drummond, I think, was a great fucking TV dad. Yeah. The the racial stuff. This is kind of the end of that Jefferson's all in the family vibe of where it's mm-hmm. okay to discuss race, the race issues. Obviously, that's a main focus of the show, um, but they do it in a pretty mature adult 
kind of an edgy way, but also the show is very kid oriented and friendly. So we said they're handling race with kid gloves, which to me, it, it works very well. The stuff for me that doesn't work is the overly sappy. They'll do the the three's company misunderstanding, like the one where he hears drumming on the yep. phone and he thinks he's talking about getting rid of the kid. Like some of that Correct. phony because there's such a real conflict. I feel like they didn't need to do the phony shit so much. Right. No, I get you on that. Like they could have sat down and had a real conversation and it would have been more impactful than him thinking he heard him say this or whatever. No. Mm. Yeah. And different strokes also had the honor of having the most like a very special episode. Yeah. Which some were good and some were not. (laughs) Right. So we're at, uh, that was my 13. So we're at what? You're 12. Yeah. Well, being that, being that we talked about different strokes. Hey, 12 is different strokes for me. Anything to add? No, it was, you know, as you said, this is the part where it really got harder to actually rank some of these shows because of nostalgia factor versus, oh, how much did I really like it? How much did I like the characters, the actors, the, you know, the, the, the actual, you know, scenarios and, you know, like episodes. So I was like, yeah, I think different strokes goes down here. And the wife? The wife, actually, for 12, was Kids in the Hall, Death Comes to Town. That was my 12 as well. There we go. Yeah, so so we weren't too far off. No. I Like I said, one, great one-off. Very funny. If you're interested in getting oh, yeah. to know the Kids in the Hall, great way to start it. Uh, yes. Eight episodes, and you'll laugh. That's all I got. Just do it. It's not It's not a classic. It's a 2010, I think it was. Like Yeah. Great. And, of course, watch the new season of Kids in the Hall because it's freaking hilarious. Three, I think the first three seasons of the original show are on YouTube now for free. Oh, nice. Nice. Okay. People forget that YouTube has a movie and TV section, but there's some good shit on there. Um, shoot. So, right, so we're 11. on number 11. What you got? Okay. Now you're going <laughs> to see, like, with me, too. Uh-oh. This is, this is where I put it. This is where I put Andy Griffith. It just out of the top 10. And it, it was, again, really shuffling around. Where do I want this show? I'm in a movie based on the Andy Griffith show, Nick. You're over here I putting know. it at number, number 11. I know. I know. <laughs> All right. What was your wife's 11? She uh, put that Tra- at like 15, right? Yeah. Tracy's 11. Wait. She didn't put her 11. <laughs> oh. The 11 was right. a mystery, apparently. My number 11, Nick. The Andy Griffith Show. <laughs> Holy crap. Yeah. It is it's Again, a great ranking this, show. It, it is a great show. And, you know, like for people that also grew up in that era, tons of nostalgia. Anybody who's planning on doing something, a show like this, I just recommend covering a lot of shitty shows if you want good shows to always be in the top. <laughs> yeah. That that's the problem. When when yeah. you do a lot of good shows, mm. yeah, you're gonna have some tough choices. And like I said, it just missed top ten for both of us. Yeah, I think it's a great show. I've like um I've watched the hell out of it, and I do I do agree with those people who 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 seem to think it lost a bit of its charm when it went to color and it had a little cast changes and yeah. When the, you the create later, such uh, iconic characters, it's hard to continue without them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it almost does the cardinal sin of not just trying to go without them, but it, it tries to replace them 
And I don't, I yeah. don't think that always works. Um, the family there, the last season that went on to RFD. Oh, with or Mayberry RFD? That, you know, like that with, with Ken Berry? Like, I love Ken Berry, but uh, oh, I didn't yeah, need him. Here. I didn't need him there. You know what I mean? No. No. You know. no it's like, enjoy him in other things like, you know, Mama's Family or... Uh, Mama's Family. Her, F Troop, which we're getting to soon. F Troop. And, and, and Herbie rides again. <laughs> oh, God. With Lindsay Lohan? <laughs> No, 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 that's not, <laughs> not that one. Oh, dear yeah. God, no. That was much later. Um, yeah. Okay, we're, we're Check hitting out the top Man, 10. Though. There's a really handsome bald guy in it. You think you'll like him? Yeah. And the Indiegogo still going. Go give money. Definitely. I'm a shill. I'm a fucking shill. All right. Hey, so, no, no problem in that. We're on 10. We're doing the top 10. Okay. Here we go, kids. Top 10. This was fucking hard, man. Oh, hell yeah. For me, top 10. And this is one of the shows that drove me insane. I did not know where to put this show. I enjoyed it so much, and I'm happy that you enjoyed it as well. I think I know what you're talking about. Living Single. Are you shocked that wasn't on my list yet? You thought it'd be lower, probably? I I thought it might have been, like, the, the, you know, scraping the the 10. Like, somewhere, like, right below it or at it. And for me, it's at it. Well, I guess we could talk about it because my number 10 is also Living Single. Living Single. There we go. Uh, I'm very glad you introduced me to this show. It's not one I had ever seen before we covered it for this podcast. And I fucking laughed my ass off. Overton won, oh, won yeah. the whole show over for me. Yeah. And, and, and truthfully, when you look at the shows that we watched, I think he is one of my favorite characters in the shows that we watched. Yeah. Th- there's I other great characters, but just like... It's like, oh crap! I forgot about Overton. It's like I would say that he, if he wasn't on that show, it would greatly suffer. Yes. No. Oh, definitely. Great show. And um, again, when you brought it up in my mind, it wasn't that I had negative thoughts of it because I had never seen it. But I was also like, as someone who watches a lot of fucking TV, I was like. Mm-hmm. It seems like if it was really good, I would have heard more about it. And I've never heard a yeah. single person talk about it until and, you brought it up. And that's one of the things that, unfortunately, that show suffered for. Because it was such a well-written show. The characters, great characters. And if you actually compare it to one of the shows that's you know also in our top tens, Friends, also made by same uh, company there, I believe. Warner Brothers? They, they get what's that? Warner Brothers? I believe so. They they gave all the love to friends and really Living Single suffered. It didn't get the actual advertising and and push. It's weird because there are big names on. I think Queen Latifah at the time was probably a big enough name to get a draw. Oh, uh, yeah. Tim Fields had TV success. Yep. Yeah, so when you brought it up, it was almost like the title gives me nothing. Uh, when you said the name, I didn't really think of that show. And I think I even confused it with like Designing Women or something because it was like those, <laughs> those those titles mean nothing to me. Like mm-hmm. uh, actually a lot of these shows, you would think that with how big of a success they are, the title would have more impact. But a lot of sitcoms names don't really fucking mean anything like right. Dharma and Greg. That fucking title gives you nothing except for the characters' names. That's it. You'd have to watch the show to know if you give a shit. That doesn't paint a picture for me. I don't know 
what that fucking means. Different strokes, even. I don't know what the mm-hmm. fuck that means. What the fuck does that even have to do with the name of the, the show itself? I don't know. <laughs> it's just some Muhammad Ali quote that we learned. Yeah, the Muhammad Ali quote, and that episode with Muhammad Ali is a great episode of Different Strokes that you must watch if you have not watched before. My, um, well, we'll go with your number nine first. Okay, this one I wanted to put higher. You, again, this is one of the ones you introduced me to. And, and, and I was like, okay, where do I put it in, in amongst all these other shows? Damn it. Unfortunately, at number nine is Raising Hope. I get it. No, I, I with the competition, I get it. Mm-hmm. What was your wife's nine? Oh, oh, by the way, my wife's ten was the Honeymooners. Wow. And okay. N- and not and nine was the Odd Couple for okay. her. Too high. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Uh, my nine. We could talk about then the Norm Show. You put it a little lower. Yes. Um. Again, I, I put it here just. It's mainly him. I think that his delivery is so brilliant. As we yes. discussed, even with poor material, I think he elevates it. I just think he has that, especially at that time. He had so much to fight for. I think that he had just been fired from SNL and this was his first big outing. I think he was just firing on all cylinders. And I think it, I think it worked despite the poor writing. Yeah. No, no. And you bring in, you bring in a veteran like Laurie Metcalf. Laurie Metcalf. Yeah. If you don't know her by name, if you've ever seen Roseanne, she's Aunt Jackie. And it was always one of the most Mm -hmm. brilliant shining stars of that show as well. So. Correct. And in fact, wasn't she the one that won a lot of uh, the uh, the awards for that show? <laughs> one of my favorite Roseanne like uh, end credit scenes is when they're sitting on the couch mm-hmm. and Laura, uh, Laurie Metcalf sitting there polishing her Emmy. Yep. And Ro- Roseanne had not won an Emmy yet, but Laurie Metcalf, I think, had won one or two already. And she's sitting there polishing yeah. it. She's like, give me that. That's mine. She's like, fucking, they're like fighting over the couch and shit. <laughs> and Dan comes in, I think, and uh, is like, Bre- break it up, you two. And then he steals the Emmy. You know, it's like... <laughs> It was just so funny. Um, but that show was really great about breaking the fourth wall in those ways. And Norm actually wrote for Roseanne. Did you know that? Yeah. I, I, I was surprised when I learned that, too. I was like, what? So, no, eight? We're on eight? Eight. Again, f- f- fighting for the top. It's like, damn this. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, our most recent episode, I believe, News Radio. Such a funny freaking show. Wow. Great okay. characters. Great characters. Your wife's number eight? Her number eight was Different Strokes. Okay. I think it was a nostalgia factor for her. My number eight, um, again, it was very difficult to put even this show this low. Modern Family. Oh, wow. I'm surprised. I I was also surprised. Uh, yeah. And there's a lot of factors in that, but we'll get to that when you bring up modern family okay number seven number seven again the 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 fight goes on but night court oh damn okay all right yeah i'm 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 surprised as you are (laughs) yeah dude i messaged you earlier i was like this is tough yeah call it off let's shut the show down i don't want to do this anymore (laughs) (laughs) uh your wife's number seven her number seven was an A-court. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. Yeah, I, d- I didn't even realize her seven was an A-court as well. But yeah. My I, I, number seven, 
Mary Tyler Moore show. Wow. Also, like, lower than I thought it would have uh, been. Uh, well, we can't talk about any of those yet because they're all not matching yet. So we got to go to number six. Yes. And we can finally talk about a show that you mentioned much earlier. Odd Couple. Odd Couple. Okay. Yeah. That was number 14 for me. Right. Um, it, yeah, again, so I, de- definitely differing opinions on that one. Well, uh, we'll get to another stat later that kind of blew my mind, but I don't think it's a bad show. I just, it's harder for me to relate to two old guys bickering over and over right. and over, especially, um, and I did mention it on the show, a lot of the jokes repeat. It's very repetitive jokes. The whole, why didn't you they, call? They You're late for dinner. They did that so many times. The The F.U. joke was multiple episodes <laughs> and in the movie. It yeah. just got a little repetitive for me. I think the performances are great, but I do think that Felix is a fucking cunt. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I know your, your, I your hated hatred him. versus Felix definitely dropped the the, uh, the, the number for uh, Odd Couple for you. <laughs> Oscar, Oscar in the movie is more of a prick than Oscar in the show. So, like, yes. Oscar in the show, I just kind of felt bad for because yeah. Felix is such Same an here. asshole. It's such a fucking uptight fucking wound up piece of shit who's so entitled that everything has to go his way that you just feel bad for oscar and it got more annoying for me than entertaining yeah and and it just seemed like yeah like uh every episode like yeah felix is ruining something for oscar that 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 basically was kind of yeah like a lot of the uh the episodes i think that if you had jack lemon with klugman i would have really loved that Mm. I think Lemon was a more uh, casual version of what Tony Randall did. Yeah, not yeah, that I. Th- I don't t- think t- Tony Randall was bad. I think he did understand the no. assignment. I think he's a great actor, and I think he's he was good in the role. He just was so fucking annoying to me. Yeah, he, just, he 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 pushed the role. Yeah, which for some people like laughed at it, and for some people hated it (laughs) actually i went to i was in walmart yesterday doing some grocery shopping and i saw they have a neca figure of the brain gremlin from gremlins 2 that i told you tony randall's the voice oh my god i was like oh shit i i was so close to fucking buying it was like 32.99 oh that's great (laughs) i actually over my bed in the move i didn't take a lot of my decor with me but i brought Mm -hmm. my gremlins 2 poster and it now hangs over my bed so Tony Randall Sweet. watches me sleep in a way. <laughs> He's got my Gremlins 2 poster. <laughs> oh, that, that, that's kind of creepy, but okay. <laughs> well, I think... Uh, have you seen the Gremlins 2 poster? Well, if it's... You're, you're talking about the, 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 the standard movie poster of it. Right. Yeah, where the, the it's theatrical like release poster. You see the office... And the, uh, you see the size, the the skyline of New York, and mm-hmm. there's a, ch- a desk chair. It's a really fancy, like, leather desk chair. And there's, like, a gremlin hand, like, holding a cigar. Mm-hmm. The the only gremlin that could be is him in that chair, yeah, right? Yeah, brain gremlin. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure that's his fucking character on the poster. It's, I mean, you don't see his Damn. face or anything. Yeah, I, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> but thinking about it, it's got to be that gremlin. Yeah, it's got to be. What other gremlin would be sitting there smoking a fucking cigar, right? <laughs> it just enjoying the, the night sky. I don't know. but Nice. If nice. you look real close, which I didn't notice till I had the giant poster. On the cigar, on the Gremlins 2, it has the band. Like, cigars have the little band on them. The mm-hmm. logo on the cigar is the Amblin logo, so it's E.T. Oh, wow. Oh, that's cool. The bike flying over the moon logo. Yeah. 
Oh, that's cool. Anyway, yeah. yeah so, now, what, what 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 did you put for your number six? Uh, number six, the Bob Newhart show. Ah, yeah, it's a great show, and we'll be talking about it soon because it's it's on my list, still to come. But yeah, very soon. These top tens are more jumbled than I expected. I'm kind of surprised. Yeah. What was the wife? And I, uh, uh, Tracy's was raising hope. Okay. I so, respect it. No, no, and, and here's the crazy part. She, she had such a like I told you originally. She made just a top six, and she kept moving that one up and down. She couldn't figure out where to put that one because did she, she watch it with you or did she watch it when it? Yes. Aired? No, she oh. watched it with me as well. Nice. So it was you know first watch for both of us, so and it's still we winning. Both enjoyed over, which it. Is good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Go ahead. What's your what's your five? What's your five? Well, being that you just had it. Well, let's talk about Bob Newhart, because that's my number five. Bob Newhart, uh, literally one of the most comforting shows I have I feel like I could ever watch in my life. Agreed. There's, <laughs> I don't know what it is about, about him, about his style of comedy. It's so not aggressive that it's there's Correct. something so charming and comforting about it. Like, if you have a bad day and you pop on the Bob Newhart show, you're going to smile. You might not laugh out loud every episode. It's so subtle, his humor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what I love also about Bob Newhart. Yeah. The subtlety of the humor, not only in his show, just in Bob Newhart in general. Yeah. And like I said, that special I just watched, I shared on her. Go watch that shit. That's so funny. If you I, I got to check it out. And the thing I think also that defines, of course, Bob Newhart no matter what show, you know, like also with his stand up and that is Bob's delivery. Bob's oh, yeah. delivery it is part of that comfort with that that sort of that 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 sort of stammer that he has when <laughs> confronting someone. There was a clip on there on that that special. Like I said, it was more of a clip show, really. But they were mm-hmm. they were going through his patience, and uh, he was talking to a guy that never spoke he's like well, he's you know he's real calm he's always got that demeanor mm-hmm. and he's like so this is your 10th visit um you haven't said a word um the guy's like <laughs> and he's like just staring him down he's like are you aware that you've never said a word like <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're like leaning in that he might acknowledge and the guy's like <laughs> he goes <laughs> and he goes i mean how you've you know i you come back next week. I what do I what do I do? I I only have one question for you. He goes, what the hell do you want? <laughs> <laughs> and he broke. He like breaks that character for that one moment, and it's the only time oh, I've ever wow. seen him scream. What the hell do you want? Yeah, he, because again, he he's so non-confrontational. <laughs> even though he you know, he he's, he he is a doctor, yeah, you know, like right. a uh, psychiatrist, and yeah, he always comes off as very yeah. you know, but yeah, for him to like lose it. <laughs> Yeah, and then he just goes right back to his, you know, real calm again, and it was so Mm -hmm. funny. Oh, but yeah, Bob Bob Newhart, great, great show, great actor, great comedian. Yeah, that that was my number five. What's your number five? The Honeymooners. The Honeymooners. Wow. Okay. Yep, that was hard place. Top five now for you. So yeah, top five. All right. So number four. And 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 and, and for my uh, for my wife. Oh, yeah. Number five was Mary Tyler Moore Show. Okay. And you haven't ranked that one yet either. I haven't ranked that one either. Four is probably going to flatten many people for me. 
Uh-oh. Friends. I did not put it as number one. Again, among my generation of the people I pulled, very high up there. Yep. Yep. Yes. Yeah, many people that I know, it's like, oh, yeah, that's one. Like, when you talk about all-time shows, because also it's it's everywhere in syndication, like Seinfeld, like, you know, some of these other shows around the same time period. But I always enjoyed Friends, but at the same point, I just ranked a couple of them higher. (laughs) Okay, and did you say your wife's four already? My wife's four? Living single. Nice, nice. Yeah, she, she 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 loved that show even more than I did. Did she watch it originally or with you? For yes. This? Yeah, she, she she also was one that watched it in its original uh original run, not just like the uh syndication or watching it for the show. We finally have another one we can discuss. My number 4 is Raising Hope. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Uh this yeah, Cloris Leachman always uh, always a fan of her. I was a huge fan of My Name is Earl, same creator. We talked about that a lot. Uh, yes. I think this show is really smart. It's a brilliant show for some dumb characters, if you want to yeah. say. like, yeah. uh, Not to say they're dumb, but you know, maybe not the, the most learned characters. One of the hardest things, I think, to write from what I've seen is stupid people written smartly. Yes, and, and this is what this show does best. I think uh, Kelly Bundy on Married with Children is another great example of that. Mm-hmm. Um, she was a complete moron, but they right. still managed to make the jokes that point that out smart. Uh, Raising Hope is an entire family of Kelly Bundys. <laughs> <laughs> Would you not agree? They're all pretty fucking no, that's, dumb. That's a good way to put it. <laughs> yeah. Which, you know, a lot of shows have the dumb character or the, as you said, yep. less learned character. This entire family is that. And it would be so easy for this show to be shittily written and boring. Um, but again, mm-hmm. it's from the guy who made My Name is Earl. And lo- thinking about it that way, that's kind of the same idea. A lot of those characters on My Name is Earl are not that bright either. Right. But again, and, a brilliant and, show. And, and uh, as you pointed out to me and you know, as I watched, it's like, oh, wow, the actual links to My Name is Earl. Like, they, they remember the retirement home? Mm-hmm. Earl J. Hickey retirement home. Cloris Leachman ends up in at one point. Jason Lee himself's on. They had a whole mm-hmm. reunion of My Name is Earl on Raising Hope, which is amazing. <laughs> With so many references but, to Earl. Yeah. I just think Raising Hope is a brilliant show. And it's, again, something that not many people talk about. Uh, it's one of those I bring up. Right. I go, have you seen Raising Hope? They go, what the fuck is that? And it, the, again, the name. Think of the name. It's not an interesting name. You go, who the fuck is Hope? What do I? It sounds no. like a. Someone said it sounded like a medical drama or something like. Yeah, uh, it does. Yeah, like a Chicago Hope or right, one of right, those types. Right. Yeah, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, it's got to be something. Uh, or it's like a touch yeah. by an angel, raising hope. Yeah, yeah, it it, it, it sounds like a drama, but is it is far from a drama. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even the side characters are are pretty brilliant on this show to me. Very underrated, and more people should know about this show. Just, living single, just in like this. living single. Yeah, Living Single was the 90s version. Raising Hope is the 2000s version. I would throw News Radio in there, too. News Radio, Raising Hope, Living yeah. Single. Three brilliant shows that most people I talk to have never even heard of, which is real a real mm-hmm. shame. I, th- I think news, ra- news Radio, more people have heard of because of one um, 
Not in my uh, generation. They have not. But maybe a yeah. little bit older crowd had a little more ex- ex- experience with it when it was actually on, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. But b- between Phil Hartman, uh, you know, from Kids in the Hall, Dave Foley, and also Joe Rogan was on there. So, and uh, number three for me was the Honeymooners. Okay, Honeymooners. Yeah, uh, uh, Honeymooners, it's okay. You, you no, it's ha- great. <laughs> it's a great. It's a classic. It's great. It. Yeah. It influenced a lot of TV to follow. Correct. Yeah, and and that's one of the things for such a short run show. 37 episodes originally yeah. of the of, of, 30, of the original maybe 39 somewhere in there yeah something yeah something like yeah you know, for, for something so that's actually shown more still in uh, in reruns those old honeymooner shows than some of the other ones that we're talking about like oh okay where's raising hope where's you know living single where's you know like news radio but you can still catch the honeymooners and it, it deservedly so. It's, I would say it's, enough people don't, though. Again, the younger generation, people my age and younger, yes. don't pay attention to nope. that shit. They don't know what the honeymooners no. is. They don't understand. They don't understand that the Flintstones is the fucking honeymooners. <laughs> yes, the, they probably the know the Flintstones the better than the honeymooners, to be honest. And and, and the fact of that, you know, like uh, Jackie Gleason, you know, <laughs> he was advised not to sue the Flintstones. Don't be the guy that you know. Like, I don't want to be the guy Fred who Flintstone. takes Fred Flintstone off TV Flintstone or something. Whatever he said. TV. Yeah. yeah. So it was a sort of the no-win scenario, but yeah, the honeymooners was like copied so many times. Also, it, like like we said, the Flintstones, but even in other cartoons, like some of the old Warner Brother cartoons, with the with the mice, they had like the the honey mousers. Great timing, great casting. Oh, the entire cast is great. It's it's one of those rare instances, especially for that time, where the wife is so good too. Yes. Like a lot of times, you know, you get the the housewife who's just kind of bland and there there for the jokes, like the, to be made yeah. the made the butt of the joke or the like to take care of the yeah, kids. Like, yeah, 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 she's passive and just like ah, ha, ha, or whatever, you know, like, His wife was great. But oh, you know, she, she 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 had it. Is that Audrey? Right back at, is that Audrey at, Meadows. At Ralph. Is that her? Audrey, Audrey Meadows, yes. Yeah. And and uh, Joyce good. Randolph was Trixie. Trixie, I would say, was the most underutilized, but I think she was also great. Yes. For when when she was there. I don't feel like a lot when of the ones I there, watched, yes. she wasn't there much, but. And one of the great things also about the Honeymooners that, you know, you spoke about earlier, too. It really was kind of like, if you want to say, a bottle sitcom. Most of the action took place in the Cramden's kitchen area. Dining kitchen area. Dining kitchen area. That was really the show. The most of the show there. Bang zoom. <laughs> what was your wife's three? Bob Newhart show. Okay, good, good, good. My three we can discuss. Friends. Friends. Okay, so my, mine was four. Your, your yours reached three. Yep. And honestly, this is one of the shows that I probably rewatched the most. Oh yeah, it, it's always on in rerun. Always. This is an interesting show in that it was not only a huge hit when it was on TV. I think it took a season or two and then it was like fucking yes. massive. Yeah, the must-see TV type And of. then, you know, it mm-hmm. took over for the rest of its run. It was huge on TV. I didn't really watch it. I started watching around, I think, season seven, somewhere in there is where I fell into it. 
And then um, the DVDs came out, and that was right around when I was huge getting into DVD collecting, movie collecting. I, I would buy all the seasons, and I would watch them. Uh, watch the, the DVD seasons fucking probably eight eight times through in my life so far. Many, many a time. And then mm-hmm. it kind of it went into reruns, and you didn't really hear about it for a good 10 years, and then it hit Netflix or whatever. And now, again kids all of a sudden are talking about this 20 year old show oh friends is the greatest show of all time and you go why the fuck are you watching a show from 1994 (laughs) you're you know these 18 19 year old kids are obsessed with a show from 94 how often does that happen no not very often is this one of the few shows that is like breaking generational walls like it's so weird yeah i i would say it it is a multi-generational like it like you said, also, part of it was the Netflix uh, bump there. Maybe like a parents introducing their kids to it. Like, I guess those kids would be our, my generation's kids, maybe. And they're, mm-hmm. oh, this show I loved as a kid, too. But, you know, like kids aren't going back and watching, as I said, Honeymooners or Bob Newhart show. or Mar- They're not watching that no. shit. No, unfortunately not. But there, I guess there's something timeless about Friends. It's such a bizarre phenomenon in this show. What, when I first started watching it, I was more of a casual watcher. It wasn't like the must-see, you know, what what was it, Thursday, I think? Uh, Friends, like, you know, you had Seinfeld, you had Friends. I think so. It, it wasn't as must-see as Seinfeld to me. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's one of the ones, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll keep watching, and I'll you know, watch that. But it was just, you know, the reruns. It, like, I don't know how many times I've seen some of those episodes. I don't have the DVDs, and I've watched them <laughs> so many times. It's a show I feel like that was always geared at adults too. So it's like as you get older, oh, yeah. as you get older, maybe you relate more to the scenarios. There's not a, a bunch of kids running a fuck running around to fucking worry no. about having to relate to. It, 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 it was a it was a strange version of New York. I'll say <laughs> it's not the New York yeah. that I've gone to a lot. Hey, there was like two black people in that show. Yeah, no, Elijah was Tyler and- maybe one homeless person in the entire series. <laughs> I've been to New York. For a total of, in my life, I've been there twice for a total of, what, eight to ten hours between the two trips. I mm. watched a homeless man whip his dick out. Never saw that once in Friends. <laughs> nope. Homeless man playing with his dick right on the street while people walked by and did not give a shit. Yes. that, that That's New York. Where, 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 where something like that can happen and you just really, it's like, eh. I right, was walking New with York, Joe. Sure, fine. I was walking with Joe. And this guy is whips his dick out, and he's—it's not hard. He's not jerking off. He's—it's soft. He's just yeah. fiddling with it like it's a fucking worm on a hook. And people were just walking by, and, I, and I'm like, we're halfway across the crosswalk, and I'm like, our our boat's right there. We're taking the ferry back to Jersey, like right like a block away. And I was like, mm-hmm. I feel like we should like call the cops or something, but we're gonna miss our boat. Like no one else seems to care. Do we call the cops or? Something? He's like, no. I guess not. <laughs> If we were here no. and we saw that, we'd be like, fucking cops, come get these motherfuckers. Out there, there's like, man, there was kids walking down the fucking street and the parents didn't even oh, give yeah. a shit. No, but it, 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 it reminds me of an old, uh, I think it was a David Brenner joke where it's like, it's like in New York, you'll you'll have a guy come up to a lady with a, you know, like a kid in a stroller and he goes, uh, goo, 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 goo. And then all of a sudden the lady leaves with, you know, with the kid and the guy just, Goes along. That's just what he does. Yeah. And, and, and and no one 
pays any attention to it. <laughs> it's well, like, no, this this is normal. <laughs> well, you say it's a strange version of New York. I go, I was there twice and I saw that. You're telling me in 10 yeah. years, nothing like that happened to them? <laughs> the fuck you. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, like memorable characters and, you know, me- memorable episodes. That is the thing. It's like the, the characters are so strong. That again, I think they overcome even the worst writing because the the performers are so good. Yes. There are so many fucking memorable moments to Friends. It's so... Yeah. More than most shows I've ever seen. There's And again, I've seen it a lot, so maybe that's why. But even if you talk to, like mm-hmm. I said, these 18-year-old kids, all I got to say to an 18-year-old at school and go, pivot, and they know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> But or if they're moving furniture, they'll say it. If you say, like, "Okay, we were on a break," they know exactly what you're talking about. You know, there's so many mm-hmm. interesting, and they're not necessarily jokes, but they're performed no. so well and so funny that it works. And it it's ver- one of the very few shows I've ever seen translate from generation to generation like that. And there, like I said, there was ten years there where mm-hmm. I would talk to kids and go we talk about friends or whatever and they didn't know what the hell friends was but then as soon as it hits netflix they it was all of a sudden on the radar again yeah crazy and now it's on what hbo max now with 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 streaming i think that's yeah you know, one of the keys the fact of you know before it was just cable oh okay if cable's repeating it yeah you're gonna see it but then like all of a sudden the, the, the this generation now everything's streaming so <laughs> all right we are on top two now i'm Top two. I'm trying oh, and, to think uh, of what you have left. Let's see. I said uh, oh. Tracy's was a uh, um, Bob Newhart show, and let's see. You had friends. So top two. I'll I'll give you a hint. Both of my top two start with M. And for my number two, Mary Tyler Moore show. The Mary Tyler Moore show. That was yes, my number I, seven. I, so I have covered that. We can discuss that. Yes. Again, this this is a very character driven show. Great characters. Great characters. A great setting. Uh, the news station is a brilliant setting for this, and you also get a yes. lot of the home balance. Phyllis and Rhoda, yeah, the neighbors, all great. The the workplace stuff is so good. That that cast at the at the station is so strong. Yeah, uh, Ed Asner, as you brought up before. Uh, uh, what was it, Gavin McCloud? You have a, yeah, you have a Ted character, Knight. a character named Murray, Murray Slaughter. I mean, that's yeah, <laughs> one of the Slaughter. greatest character names in TV history. And then, of course, Betty White. Betty White. Eventually, yeah, she came in a little later. Oh God! <laughs> this again, um, same with Newhart show. It must be something about these '70s shows to me that are so comforting. I don't know what it is. Yeah, she's willing to let everyone else be so funny which is amazing for Correct. a title character when when you even bob newhart was the same where yep a lot of i feel like a lot of people would have a big enough ego to be like i need to be the funny one it's like who, whose name's on the title you know a lot of new shows of- do that where you can feel the ego but back then an ensemble was so important you know true so she was willing to be the butt of the joke. She was willing to let everyone else be funnier than her in certain scenes because she knew mm-hmm. she knew she was the anchor of the show. Wait, 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 which, which, which is that a little news humor there? Or? Yeah, she wasn't the anchor, though. She was what, the producer? <laughs> she wasn't the anchor, but she was. She was like a writer producer or something. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Ted Baxter was the anchor of the show. Ha <laughs> ha. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> and talk about characters. Ted Knight, one of the greatest TV performances. Yes. If you've never seen Caddyshack, do yourself a favor. He's one of the shining stars. I mean, there's many yes. shining stars in Caddyshack, but he's one of them. Oh, definitely. And 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 also, uh, you know, go, going on to other sitcoms, you know, Too Close for Comfort. Yeah, you know, yeah, I don't really great. remember that show well, so we'll have to get to that sometime. And yeah, Ted, Ted, Ted Knight really shined in that one as well. Mary ran for what seven seasons? It was a long run too, I think. Yeah, and got multiple spinoffs: Phyllis and Rhoda and uh, Lou Grant and, and, and Lou Grant. Which which was not a comedy. <laughs> Weird. Yeah that 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 was an odd thing that some I remember some of the seventy shows sometimes actually spun off like from sitcoms into not non sitcoms. This like, was what? James L. Brooks, right? Uh, of Taxi yes. and Simpsons, and I mean some of the greatest shows of all time. Right. So yeah, J- you need so, to watch Mary Tyler Moore show. Just do it. Don't ask questions. Yeah. And, and 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 if you want an episode. Watch the one about Chuckles the Clown. It's a good one. A lot of great ones. <laughs> or, or 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 the uh, the the uh, dinner that uh, Sue Ann puts together. <laughs> or uh, that uh, one yeah, where the, the, Betty White uh, dro- uh, poisoned everyone was so fucking good. <laughs> she had a, they were training a replacement for her cooking show on the network, and she basically sabotaged this girl. So she left. I think it was dairy. She left some dairy product out on the counter. Yes. Purposely to poison like, like everyone so they, they all were fucking sick. Mm-hmm. Just so she would sabotage this girl to get her job back. Oh, so good. Betty White. R.I.P. Uh, that was your number two. What was your wife's number two? Was Modern Family. Oh, okay. Okay. I got uh, a news radio at number two. News radio. Does that shock you that it's that high? No, no. I, I, again, because that is one of the shows... And in watching or slash rewatching some of these shows, like Tracy was like upstairs and I'm watching downstairs and she hears me laughing my ass off. It's like, it's like, what are you watching? It's like, um, I'm watching news radio for the next episode. Such a brilliant, underrated show. Oh, and as we yes. discussed last episode, not enough people talk about it, not enough people know about it, but it is again, yeah. it's, it's one of those shows you could pop in any episode and you will belly laugh yes yeah i think this show has some of the most belly laughs mary tyler moore bob newhart they're brilliant shows they're smartly written but i don't feel like you get a lot of belly laughs out of them you know they're more like that was great that was smart that was brilliant Mm -hmm. news radio i feel like you're gonna laugh out loud and sometimes you just need that if only to burn a few calories because you're a fat ass who just sits around watching sitcoms all day (laughs) <laughs> not talking about us uh no 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 no, no one we know that other guy yeah, that, no, other, no. that other guy over there that guy that guy yeah, yeah. you right there you you <laughs> fat fuck no <laughs> but but news radio again talking about great characters yeah phil hartman <laughs> joe rogan phil Dave hartman. foley uh shit uh um, oh. uh mr james what's his fucking name steven root so good. Oh, Steve Catherine. Stephen Root steals that show. Candy Newton. Stephen Root really steals that show. Even Andy Dick is funny on this show. That's how good this yeah, show is. And, and and that's how exactly we 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 said it in the episode. But yeah, this show made Andy Dick look good. Andy and cock. You know, and was funny. Andy cock. 
that we did. Okay, we're at number one. Are we at number one already? Oh yep, God. we're at number one. It's time for number one. So this is it. Your number one. Number one. Your number one has modern to be Modern Family. Family. That's crazy. Yes. Yeah, and, and it is crazy because if you had told me before we started doing this show, that was a show you discovered that, on this show, right? Yeah, it it was it was a show that was sort of background to me before. It's like, oh, every once in a while, it's like, oh, it's on repeat on channel uh, on Fox or whatever. Eh, okay, I'll watch a little bit, but I wasn't paying attention, and that was my problem. <laughs> Modern Family, if you start paying attention, I think has one of the best first episodes of a sitcom. That that, that first episode, I was like, oh my god. This was so well written, so and like the the characters. Okay, I know the characters now. This is great. This would have gone a lot higher for me. Where did I put this at? Number eight. I put it number eight. Um, I love this show. I think it's a great show. The only reason it fell to eight for me is um, every time I watch it, I laugh and I I love the characters. It's there's not as many memorable moments for me. Okay. Um. There's. Th- there's 11 seasons to sit through. That's a lot of fucking yeah, modern family. I was going to say, there's a lot of content. Um, they did a little too much of the relying on, and I, I said I forgive it because it's a family show, too many babies, too many weddings, too many. They did a yes. lot of fucking the repeat episodes, and they always re- made it two-parters. Oh, two-part wedding, two-part baby, two-part fucking, you know, you, yeah, you have how two many? two-part baby. You have oh, my a, God. <laughs> That's, to me, that's a that's a better baby. Uh, you can throw half in each dumpster. Um, <laughs> Flush is easier. Um, sorry. Um, there's just a little too much of the the repeat stuff. But again, you have what eight couples on this fucking show? I feel like you know. Yeah, which is insane. It's just insane the amount of characters. And I think that was the thing that when I was background watching. My problem was because I wasn't paying attention. I, I couldn't. I was like, okay, wh- okay, which character? Okay, who's this one? Uh, uh, whatever. I like all the couples. It's, it's just I, I get a little sick of those those family repeat things. Um, I will say this okay. show probably one of the best gay couples on any show, in my opinion. Oh yes, I think Stone uh, Street and um and uh, what's his name? Yeah, Cam and Mitchell, I think, are br- not only yeah. brilliantly funny, but also they, they seem very loving. And you can say as a straight man, they don't shove it down your fucking throat. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, no, it, it's true. It's like they can they can be themselves, their characters mm-hmm. without, you know, it's like they're, they're not shoving an agenda. They're not, you know, bashing you over the head with, you know, it's like, oh, okay, you know, pay attention to this. It's like, no, no, this, this is the couple being themselves. I'm all for gay rights and this and that, but sometimes some of these shows get a little preachy. And if, if your main focus shifts from being funny to being preachy, to me, that's like right. the, uh, the one of the main things that can ruin a show. K- yeah, kiss of death. But this show balances it so well. These characters, yes, they are a little flamboyant. And I know Eric Stone Street is not really gay, and he's playing a little more flamboyant. Right. And, and he's he's fantastic. I just think it's so oh, yeah. funny oh. that you forgive any bit of that. I wonder how it, I mean, it lasted 11 seasons. They must not got a lot of flack. But I wonder how, uh, you know, homosexuals do view that couple. Do they think it's too much you or do they accept it? 
That's that's a good question. I I'll, I'll, I will ask some. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm very curious because I wonder. I, I, I'm cu- I'm curious, especially when one of them is not actually gay in real life. Yeah. And he's playing the more flamboyant, I would say, of the two. Oh, oh no, definitely. So I wonder if two. that is offensive or if it's just they think it's maybe because it's so funny, it's forgiven as we as we've said many a times because. Mm-hmm. I think humor overcomes a lot of offensive shit. If you make and an offensive, we need more of that nowadays. Anyway, if you think something's offensive but it makes you laugh, I think you're more willing to forgive it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think Modern Family is a brilliant show, and like I said, it would have ranked higher. Every episode I I watch, I love it, but I don't remember them typically. You know, got it, got it. There's not a pivot moment for me in Modern Family. Can you think of one that really pop, that you'll remember forever? Or you have to rewatch it well, to get it again. You know what? Uh, the, you know, thinking about that, there's moments, but not like the the big standouts. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like what you're saying. It's like you know, it's like a lot of the Fizbo stuff was really funny. I love uh, the dad. What's his, uh, what's his fucking name? Yeah, yeah, he's so funny. The uh, uh, I say the dad. There's like five oh dads on here. The uh, Claire's yeah. husband, uh, Phil. Phil. Phil, thank you. Yeah. So good. One of the his, funniest his character. character is so freaking funny. If you took characters from a lot of these shows and were like, which one's the funniest? I think Phil would be up there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, def- definitely one of. And th- I think that's also one thing that also like bent me towards this a little bit. Again, the, the, you know, the great writing, great characters. I thought the thing that bent you and- was that your night with the. Uh- your buddy at the rest stop. Oh, there. hey, hey now, hey now, hey now. <laughs> With Paulie at the rest stop, Benton, you right? <laughs> <laughs> it's my new uh, favorite callback. Hey, remember if it's uh, if it ain't uh, fixed, don't broke it. But um, but yeah, I I I think Phil is one of the funniest characters, and you know here we are, Ed O'Neill, Al Bundy himself, funny as hell. Oh yeah, and. A very different character than Al Bundy on this show. Yes. Another one of those actors who started out as a serious actor. So when he became Al Bundy, I think that was a real eye opener. You know, we talk about Carol O'Connor on uh, All in the Family, how these serious actors could become such brilliant, funny, comedic TV actors. So I think that range, though, works so that when he was able to go, you know, we're putting you on the show Modern Family. For him to not just do Al Bundy again. Right. But still be funny. That He has that range, which is yeah. amazing. And again, the king of 11. Every fucking time, 11 seasons. There we go. <laughs> number, oh, number two for your wife. Did we say that one? Yeah, well, two for her was Modern Family. One for her was Friends. Okay. And for you, sir. Number one. Number one. Night Court. There we go. I does that shock you? Does that surprise you? <laughs> no, it, 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 it doesn't shock me. I, I remember that was when we were first discussing doing this. That was one of the first sitcoms that you brought up. Oh yeah, and we we were talking about you know, some of the great like characters. That this definitely is a show of some great characters: Harry, uh, Dan, Bull, uh, um, Marky Posa, Christine. Uh, Roz, uh, it, it's like they, there's such great, and, and just the situations are so absurd, and and so, a lot of the guest characters 
are so absurd. Not only it, does Nightcore have some of the most nostalgia for me, which I, I mentioned is weird because I was watching it as a child. And why does this courtroom comedy full of adults appeal to yeah. me as a child? I don't get that. And I think that's very powerful. But I also think that the characters are all hysterical. The The fact yes. that the show went through so many cast changes and was still yeah. good to me is a yeah, amazing yeah, market post wasn't the original no, no half of no. there's only three characters that were on every episode or every season at least dan bull and harry were the only three harry. that were there the entire time the entire rest of right. the cast rotated you know and yeah <laughs> rotated or or died or died or yeah it was re- replaced by different characters like to me that speaks so much to the writing so as someone yeah. who loves discussing shows it's also a show that I can not only discuss in the fact that it's so funny, um, but also that there's so much behind the scenes that's interesting to talk about for me. Uh, you know, these, like you said, these different characters that come in, Selma and Flo, they come in, they die, and they disappear, and then they're like, you know, there's all this. And the setting, the courtroom, not only is that a brilliant way to to touch on all these hot topics this show talked about, Mm-hmm. But they were also willing to go super goofy with these fucking episodes. Exactly. To the point where Bull's an alien and fucking Dan gets stuck with Eskimos mm. and like all these crazy fucking side yeah. stories <laughs> that you wouldn't expect from a courtroom show. No. And that's what I love about this show is it's so absurd. I will not say I can't sit here and tell you it's the best show on the list. I will tell you right. pound for pound, episode for episode, it made me laugh the most, it made me feel mm-hmm. the most, and it made me think the most. There was such there was suicide episodes, there was racially charged mm-hmm. episodes, there was immigrant episodes, Pol- there was I was gonna say politically uh charged, you know, immigrant episodes. Yeah, how like, many uh, shows run that range with such funny characters? You know? That's hard to do. Right. So for me, my nostalgia may make this show uh, a little higher than it should be, but I think it's absolutely brilliant. Mm-hmm. No, I, I totally agree with you. And looking at our like top 10, there's so many that we could keep moving around because of you know, certain episodes, certain characters, it just and the nostalgia factor itself. I am both extremely excited and terrified for the new Night Court reboot. Because we're only getting Dan, as far as we know, right now. Right. Yeah, for, for for the characters from the old show, so far that seems it. We're getting Christine and Harry's daughter in that uh, Rauch. Yeah, M- Melissa Rauch. From, yeah. What's she from? Uh, Big Bang? Big Bang. Which I mm-hmm. haven't watched yet. We'll get to it eventually. Few people have yep. told me we should cover that show. Yep, 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 yep. No, so. d- definitely. Of recent shows, yeah, that's definitely one we should uh, hit. So I say it meets our criteria because it's over. <laughs> uh, Night Court has had kind of a resurgence in fondness. I feel like there was a there was a time when you like Night Court and they go, what the fuck is that? It must be somewhere, you know, being rerun or I guess maybe the, like you said, the streaming because there are there is seem mm. to be new new fans and like the Facebook group is very active. So I'm glad that it's getting Thank kind you. of a second run and hopefully this reboot will also, you know. Bring a little right. life to the old show. B- bring attention to the old uh, nine great old seasons. There are some. I'll tell you, there's some fucking stupid episodes, but for the most part, I would say ninety percent of that show is pretty damn brilliant. You, you know what? Yeah, stupid episodes still funny. At the same point. <laughs> you 
you'll you'll find yourself laughing your ass off at a lot of these stupid episodes. All right, so we did ask you guys, our viewers, what some of your favorite shows are. And what did some of the viewers actually uh, tell us there? Well, first, I'm going to hit a list I found from Rolling Stone. I just wanted to ask you. There, okay. There were one, two, three, four, five shows we've covered on Rolling Stone's top 100 TV shows. What do you think those okay. were? Okay. According to Rolling Stone, I'm going to say... Let's see, one. They fell at 67, 53, 46, 41, and 26. Okay, I'm going to say one of the ones is Friends. Friends is number 26, the highest of the five yep. on the list. Yeah, given, just given the you know, source material there, Rolling Stone. Yep. Uh, I'm going to say next one that gets it. I'm going to say they'll do at least one old, so I'll say Honeymooners. Very good. That was the next highest was 41 Honeymooners. Okay. Now comes the so you got sixty seven fifty three and forty six. Yeah, what fills those out? There were a lot of uh, there were a lot of dramas and stuff on the show on the list. As a matter of fact, I think number one was like Breaking Bad, and then The Wire, and then Sopranos, or maybe Sopranos. Oh, okay, Wire. so 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 it was just t- TV shows. TV shows in just, general. Uh, so these are just the sitcoms yeah. that we've covered that were on there. I'm gonna say news radio. No, no news radio. Did not make it. Okay. All right. So let's see. Of the other ones, uh, Mary Tyler Moore. Mary did was the next one. Forty six. Mary Tyler Moore show. Okay. Wow, it's interesting that when I'm hitting them, <laughs> I'm getting in the in their. You order. are getting them in uh, order from best to last. Okay, so uh, I've got three so far. The so other two, two left, I think right? you ranked pretty high. Okay, so. I'm going to say, let, let's see if they uh, ranked Modern Family then. Nope. Okay. Okay. This is where I'm, I'm not sure they're, it's like the nostalgia factor, the cool factor. They're not the, yeah, it's like, modern. <laughs> okay. So if they're not modern, I'm going to go with um, Bob, uh, no. How about go with the odd couple? The odd couple was number sixty-seven. That's the the, okay. the lowest ranking one of the five that were on there. And you almost said okay. the other one. Okay, Bob Newhart. Bob show. Newhart was fifty-three on their list. Okay. Now, which what I thought was funny was their their top three sitcoms. Like I said, the other ones were kind of dramas or whatever medical shows. Yeah. Um, their top three sitcoms. Number five, Seinfeld. Seinfeld was five on okay. the list. Uh, number six. I'm gonna say Cheers. Number six was Simpsons. Okay. Simpsons. And number okay. nine, All in the Family. Oh, nice. those were the top Which, three sitcoms on their list. Everything else in the top okay. ten there was like a drama or something. But so I put in uh, I think four or five different Facebook groups. What are your favorite three shows out of this tw- top twenty list or this twenty list? Um, of course, if I put it in the Bob Newhart group, you got to account for the sway. Yeah. Most people are going to say Bob right. Newhart. If I put it in the Modern Family group, most people are going to say Modern Family. If I put it, you know, yep. you know, you understand. So uh, take that into account, and which is why I kind of will just say this is their number one. And then these are the next three. 
to make up for that curve. You know what I mean? Yep. So, um, overall, in the Night Court group, we only got a handful of votes. But, of course, Night Court. Um, Head of the class came in very high. Wow. With those votes. Now, that's weird because Mm. maybe Night Court, Head of the class, same era. Uh, You think they're going to gear toward the era, perhaps? Right, the era, but still. hmm, And there was also a tie for Dharma and Greg, News Radio, Different Strokes, Andy Griffith, Bob Newhart, and The Odd Couple. We're for third. Wow. Now, that, 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 that's a smorgasbord of, uh, of choices there. Now, for mo- uh, the Modern Family Group, we got 21 votes. So, coming in top for them, now you're assuming they're going to gear a little more modern, right? Right. So, yep. Modern Family and Friends were actually tied in the Modern Family Group. With wow. stra- okay. Strangely enough, third place was the Odd Couple. Hmm. Okay. Right? For a modern family group. Okay. My friends, I've pulled 20 of my personal friends that I know in real life, messaged them, said, hey, here's the mm-hmm. list. Let me know your top three favorite shows. Um, they said Night Court and Andy Griffith were tied for first. Wow. Okay. Weird juxtaposition there, I thought. Yeah. And then tied for second was Full House and The Odd Couple. Again, again, strange. strange <laughs> yeah, that's and then wow. tied for third were uh, let's see, Full House, a couple, and then for third was tied, um, the Honeymooners, Raising Hope, Modern Family, and Friends. Oh, and Mary Tyler Moore. They're all tied for third. Hmm. I, I'm surprised at some of those responses and then we had uh the biggest outpouring of all the groups i posted in with over 150 responses was the bob newhart uh, group very active group anything you post in there awesome. they are they're all over it they know every detail about the bob newhart show highly recommend this group if you do love bob newhart so of course they voted bob newhart show number one um of course after that they voted uh in second place so bob newhart had 126 votes Nice. Of the 150 plus. Um, the next was Mary Tyler Moore Show with 111. Okay. Uh, the Odd Couple with 51. And the Andy Griffith Show with 40. So you can see they do sway a little older in that group. Yes. Yes, definitely. Yeah, the, the top three there are like same era. And Andy Griffith is a little before that. But I think overall, I think the, the general consensus seems to be um bob newhart mary tyler moore odd couple and andy griffith wow i I, i'm not surprised on those not surprised that you know people would have them especially given the groups that you were polling right and i posted in like i posted in the raising hope group and stuff like that try to get a younger one the problem is they Mm -hmm. have to approve the posts and they didn't in time so even though i posted these like two weeks ago some of them were just approved today. I, one of them was just approved today. So I'm like, I can't. Okay. I've already counted. Well, the, we'll see afterwards yeah, what people. Uh, I've think. already counted your votes, motherfuckers. I ain't going back and doing it again. All right. Oh, but then also there was a lot. Like I said, a lot of people who were like, what? People who don't follow rules. Fuck you. Uh, they go, well, why isn't this show on there? Because we haven't got to it yet. Yeah. You dick. And I even wrote that. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's like Seinfeld. Where's Seinfeld? Yeah. It's like. 
We'll get to it. It's just people, in all, in our season one, we have not gotten to that show. People shouted out in particular things like Three's Company, Beverly Hillbillies, Hogan's Heroes, um, Golden oh. Girls, and Happy no, Days. No, no, Hogan's Heroes. No, nothing says comedy like a show about a POW uh, Nazi camp. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was, it was very interesting to see what other people thought. And we thank you for partaking in our little poll there. Thank you, everyone. So, yeah. It was very good to see Bob Newhart get so many so many hearts, though. I love that. Kudos. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it, again, watching him throughout these years, I, I'm i very happy he's getting the recognition. And the crazy thing is, he, um, being that you said Big Bang Theory, he was also on multiple episodes of that show. In fact, I believe he wound up getting an Emmy for his uh, guest appearance oh, wow. on uh, the show. One of my favorite um, recent episodes mm-hmm. of, Con- I think it was Conan's podcast that he had Bob Newhart on. Oh, so good. Oh, 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 oh Conan. Needs uh, a friend. Oh, needs yeah. a friend. Yeah. That is such a good uh, pod. Also, Late Night with uh, Conan O'Brien was on that Rolling Stone list for top shows. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I believe... Uh, well, I'll tell you what wasn't the late, the Tonight Show with Jay Leno. <laughs> yes, screw you, Jay. Uh, just kidding. But 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 uh, yeah, with with Conan, yeah, I got to go to his tenth uh, anniversary special. Oh, I had the DVD you know, for, for his first show. Oh, you do? Oh, awesome! Hey, I'm in the audience somewhere. I saw Conan in Detroit live at a. He did a tour. Oh, sweet. I got. Yeah, I he, got. He was doing his uh, this far tour. from him, and then they cut the line off and made me leave. Oh, and then I burnt I burnt the sucks. theater down and killed everyone inside. <laughs> I was did, right did, there. Did, did they also take? Did, did they take your stapler? <laughs> you took my stapler. No. So, <laughs> again, Stephen Root. <laughs> I had backstage best. passes. I was this far from him. Oh, and oh. literally, he's like hugging people and taking pictures and doing yep. autographs. And then some fucking bouncer guy comes out. Okay, everyone needs to leave. I was like, but, 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 but he's right there. But, 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 but Conan. <laughs> nope. And they basically shoved me out the back door into the fucking alleyway. And we're like, get out. I'm like, oh, damn. Fuck that guy. Well, I, I hope every, everyone's enjoyed season one of Sitcom My Face. We have one more little surprise for you. What are we doing for the last episode of our season, my friend? Do you remember? Award. Yes. I think we're going to do a little award show to wrap it all up. I think that'll be fun. Yes. I think the idea is we're both going to come up with, let's say, eight awards. That'll mm-hmm. give us 16 to talk about. You come up with eight. I come up with eight, like uh, best dad or best whatever, best supporting yep. actor. We will each come up with an answer for all of those awards, and then we will present them to you on our next show. And that will be the end of our season one officially. And then we will be back uh, probably two, three weeks after that with our first episode of season two, where we're going to do F Troop. I heard someone play it on guitar once, which was like really cool. Just like they were soloing and they ended it with the F Troop theme. Like, I'm like, great, underrated theme. No one talks about. Oh, great theme. Like, F Troop in general, going no over one talks songs. about, I think. Uh, I, I watched that so much when I was a kid. We might have a friend of mine over for that episode, and that'd be fun. Sweet. 
I think that that awesome. is something we will probably do a little more in season two is maybe have a guest here and there. Yes. But uh, yeah, I really enjoyed this. This is a little bit a longer episode, but hey, we had 20 shows to discuss, and I think this is uh, exactly. I think this is a fun way to to begin the wrap up, and then we'll be back with the awards. So if you're interested in that, actually, if you have any um, requests for awards, also send those our way. Re- requests for awards, and also, what do you want to see for season two? Yes, exactly. Yeah, you know, being that being that you shouted out at Jay and you know, like some of those groups. Let let let's hear. What do you want to? Yeah, you want to you want to bitch about shows two. that weren't on the list. Let me know what you fucking want to see next season. <laughs> and of course, and tell us how to watch it. <laughs> yeah, and then give a shit because we're white fuckers. <laughs> Can't believe you were born white, Nick. You piece of shit. Anyway, uh, what would you? Uh, sorry, <laughs> my, my 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 bad. Yeah, you douche. Anyway, what uh, what would we like our listeners to do, my friend? Well, until next time, I hope the listeners will. Sitcom My Face My Face Thank everyone Bye bye Good night